and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning and a very warm welcome to you to this Resurrection Sunday morning. Uh, if you are visiting with us and this is the first time that you've clicked on us, uh, then I really just want to extend a special welcome to you and just say that it is so good to have you join us this morning. Uh, if you are part of the family and you are, you are here every week, then uh, just again, we love you guys and it's so good to be able to come and connect, even if it's like this, uh, but on this very significant Sunday morning. I want to say, if you've got kids with you, um, you can go into the description and there's a a, a link there for you to be able to do some kids activities with your children at home and just have a lot of fun with them. At the same time, a very special welcome to all our different bikers churches that are connecting with us this morning from around the country, especially the folks in, in, in Bikers Church Durban. We love you and we're excited that you can be with us this morning. Why don't we pray together? Father God, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we thank you for the significance of this morning. Lord, I thank you for what you want to come and do in our lives this morning, Father. Lord, I thank you for what Jesus did on our behalf 2,000 years ago that we get to celebrate this morning, Lord, but at the same time that we get to tap into not just this morning, but every day of our lives, Lord. And Father God, that this morning you will just come and communicate your message, your heart into our hearts so clearly this morning that we'll be wide open to hear what you have in store for us. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I know for a fact that, that you would be no different to me, that there are things in, in your past that, that you'd rather forget. Uh, I know certainly in my life, there are certain moments in my past that, that I would definitely love to just forget. Uh, now the truth be told that, that as we think about these moments, I do not think there's a person on the face of the planet that is um, that is is that wouldn't be able to 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 dig into the 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 trenches of their minds and go, you know what? <laughs> yes, there is this moment. There's this there's this one significant moment that, if I'm honest, it's it's it kind of bugs me. If I could go back and change it, I would. Now, there's a there's a, a thought or, or or concept today called reclaiming your narrative. Now, what reclaiming your narrative really is, is just retelling your story, finding a way to, to, to take the story that's, that, that you've told or that's been told of you and to, to be able to, to retell that story. And that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about things that have happened in our past that, that kind of, we'd love to just go back and change that moment. You see, I think that if someone came and, and gave us a time machine, for example, and said, hey, here's the deal, you got this time machine, you can go back in history and you can change one thing in your life, what would it be? I don't believe that any of us would say, you know what, that's not for me, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, um, I'm happy. 
I think that all of us would would want to go back and just change that one thing. Maybe it's a conversation that you had that you just feel like, man, I should have never had that conversation because it destroyed a relationship. Or I said that one thing and, and it really hurt that relationship and things were never the same again. Or I should have said that one thing and if I just said that one thing, then that person just might have stayed. Or You understand what I'm saying. You, you, you get what I mean in this moment. I know that there's this popular thought that says, you know, I wouldn't go back and change anything in my past because if I'm honest, it's all of that that has created the person that I am today. And forgive me for saying it this morning, but I really believe that that is an absolute load of hogwash. I believe that every single one of us have one or two moments, possibly more. I've got more where there were things that happened that were very destructive, that were essentially in my hands, that caused hurt in relationship, that caused hurt in myself, or that caused hurt in my relationship with God, that if, if I could, I'd, just, I'd go back and I'd want to reclaim that narrative. I'd, I'd want to retell that part of the story. To explain this a little further, think, think about where we're at right now. Here we are, it's Easter. And around Easter time, the cross is very prevalent. Think about the symbol of the cross. We see the cross everywhere. We see the cross in jewelry. You know, um, we see the cross hanging on a chain from around Lionel Richie's neck. Now, if you don't know who Lionel Richie is, ask your parents or your grandparents. They'll let you know. Uh, or maybe it's hanging from, from a lady's ears with her, with, attached to her earrings, or it's tattooed on, on, on someone's body, or, uh, oftentimes we see a cross, uh, lifted up on a hill overlooking a town or, a, or a city. And if we consider the cross, why, why do people tattoo a cross on their body? Why do people hang a cross from their car's mirror? Why do people hoist these crosses uh, uh, to overlook a town or a city? The truth be told, because the cross is a symbol of hope. The cross is this symbol of hope. The, the, the cross is a symbol of, of victory. The cross is a, is a symbol of salvation. The cross is a symbol of, of life, of love. The cross is a symbol of second chances. But you see, 2,000 years ago, the cross wasn't a symbol of victory. The cross wasn't a symbol of hope. The cross wasn't a symbol of, of life. In truth, 2,000 years ago, the cross was a symbol of death. The cross was a symbol of defeat. And even though thousands of men and women lost their lives in the, the act of, of, of Roman crucifixion, today, the cross is seen as the symbol of hope. I, I can't help but just think to myself, man, what changed? You know, 
What changed that narrative? What reclaimed that narrative? How was that story retold? And the truth is that that narrative was reclaimed by the crucifixion of one man. That because of one man's crucifixion, history would forever see the cross in a different light. That, that you and I would forever see the cross through different eyes. And ultimately, it's through the crucifixion of Jesus. And that is what we've celebrated <laughs> this weekend on our Easter weekend. And right there, as Jesus gets crucified on this cross, and through his death, his burial, and his resurrection, Jesus comes and he, he reclaims the narrative of the cross. He comes and he retells the story of the cross. But you see, Jesus didn't just rewrite the story of the cross. Jesus also, throughout his life, rewrote the story of the, of the lives of the men and the women that he met with, that he encountered. I mean, just stop for a minute and, and think to yourself uh, of all the accounts that we have. We, 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 I think of the, of the, the blind man who was, uh, who was blind for 38 years by the time he encounters Jesus and, and meets with Jesus. And as this man meets with Jesus, we see Jesus come and, and just one meeting with Jesus and Jesus reclaims and, and, and retells his story. From being blind for 38 years, one meeting with Jesus, and his story changes to being blind to now I can see. I, I think of, of the man who was separated from his family by disease. He'd contracted leprosy and was essentially told, you'll never be able to play with your kids ever again. You'll never be able to embrace your wife ever again. No, you'll be separated from your family. You'll be cast out of the community. You will wander on the edges and the outskirts of towns and cities. And that'll be your story until you die. And then he meets with Jesus. And, and as he meets with Jesus, Jesus heals him of his illness and his leprosy, and as a result, Jesus reclaims his narrative. Jesus retells his story. And, and this man gets to go home clean, gets to go home and play with his kids, gets to go home and embrace his wife, and that becomes his story, is that I met with Jesus, and he took what was really bad, and he, he rewrote my story. You know, I, I think of the dodgy businessman, <laughs> the the man who was who was known as a as a cheat and and was was known as a liar. His name was Zacchaeus, and he swindled people out of their money. And as he he one day tried to see who this Jesus was. Jesus meets with this cheat and with this liar. And as Jesus meets with him, he goes and has a meal at his house. And just one meeting with Jesus, 
It says that it changed Zacchaeus' life. He, he went and, and, and he gave back to everyone that he stole from. Not just that he recoup what he took from them, but he, he paid it back in interest. And going from a story of cheat and liar and deceiver, Jesus comes and he, he rewrites his story. And by the time Jesus leaves, Jesus says this in front of everyone there. He, he, he says this about Zacchaeus. He says, today salvation has come to this house. Man, today salvation has come to this house. From cheat and liar to, hey, things have changed. I don't see you through the eyes of that story anymore. No, we're going to rewrite your story. Probably one of my favorites is the, the woman caught in adultery. There's this woman who, who gets caught in the act of adultery. And she gets thrown at, at Jesus' feet. It's amazing. Where was the guy? But still, she gets thrown at the feet of Jesus. And as she gets thrown at the feet of Jesus, um, they, they essentially trying to trap Jesus and say, Hey, you know, our law says that this woman should be stoned. What should we do with her and after ignoring them for a while Jesus finally responds and he just says let him who's without sin cast the first stone man if you've never done anything wrong in your life go ahead pick up a stone start the process kick it off for us and ultimately it just says that one by one they left oldest to youngest they all left and once they'd left Jesus looks at this lady, and I can only imagine with the greatest heart of compassion, he looks at this woman, and he says to her, where are your accusers? Ma'am, where are the ones who are telling the story about you? Where are these people who've, who've, who've kind of written the story about what your life's going to look like. And, and in this moment, this woman says, I have none. I've got no accusers. There's no one left here telling that story about me right now. And Jesus looks at her and he says, man, I don't see you through those eyes. I don't see you through that lens. I don't see you through that story. I don't accuse you either. And then he does something incredible. He gives her the opportunity for her story to be rewritten, for her to reclaim her narrative. And he says, now you go and sin no more. What's he saying? He's saying to her, go, rewrite your story. What an incredible moment. That all these people that Jesus comes into contact with, he comes and he rewrites their story. Then we know that as we celebrate on this weekend, Jesus is betrayed, he's arrested, he's abandoned, he's denied, he goes to the cross And he pays for the sins of you and me. 
and he dies on that cross and he's buried. And on the third day, he rises from the dead. And in that moment, as Jesus rises from the dead, in that resurrection moment, Jesus comes and he reclaims your narrative. In that moment, Jesus comes and he retells your story. He gives you and me the opportunity to meet with him, to engage with him, and to start this process of saying, hey, there might be stuff in my story that I don't like. There might be stuff in my story that's harmful and hurtful and that has kind of shaped the way that this story is being told, but up to here and no further. Hey, where, where, where are your accusers? Where are those that are telling that story about, Lord, I don't know. Well, I don't accuse you either. Come meet with me. And let's rewrite your story. And to this day, Jesus is still reclaiming your narrative. To this day, Jesus is still rewriting your story. All that it takes is for you and for me, for my life, to go and meet with Jesus, to go and journey with him, to go and engage with him. And as we journey with him, as we walk with him, as we meet with him, he invites us to come and step into his story so that our story stops looking like the story that we'd been writing for so long. But as we meet with him and learn from him and through that resurrection moment, we get to tap into that moment and allow him to start rewriting our story. What an incredible privilege. You see, the resurrection is, is not just for Easter, ladies and gentlemen. You see, I've been invited into that resurrection moment. You have been invited into that resurrection moment. Where Jesus says to you, come, I did this for you. I want to rewrite your story. You see, we live in the space where we feel like, like Jesus came to make bad people good, but he didn't. You see, Jesus came to make dead people love. And as I say that God came, that Jesus came to make good people live, the, the, the truth be told that because of this, because of this moment that we celebrate, my God is in the resurrection business. My God is in the resurrection business. You see, there is no area of my life that is too dead <laughs> For the resurrection power of Jesus. There is no area in your life that is too dead for the resurrection power of Jesus. Jesus came to pour new life into all of these areas. You may be in a, in a space where you're struggling in family and marriage and you feel like, like the only thing left is for rigor mortis to set in. Well, the good news this morning, ladies and gentlemen, 
is that we get to tap into that resurrection power of Jesus. We get to, in our lives, in our marriages, in our families, we get to find that new life. When it comes to your health, Jesus came to pour new life into your health. He came to pour new life into your job situation, even in the midst of COVID-19. That when we meet with Jesus, that when we come and engage with him and journey with him, that he comes and he rewrites our story. Jesus said to you, and he said to me, in Revelation 21 verse 5, I I love these words and I, I pray that you'll catch the heart of them today. We said, look, I make everything new. There is not an area of your life that Jesus did not come to make new. There is not an, a, a circumstance that you are facing right now that Jesus did not come to make new. That is what we are celebrating this weekend, is that through the resurrection of Jesus, there is restoration between us and God. That, that because of the resurrection power of Jesus, he comes and he makes all things new. And that's worth getting excited about. This morning, we're going to do communion together as families. And I want to encourage you right now at home, get hold of something. Get hold of a loaf of bread, get hold of crackers, get hold of biscuits, get hold of the pizza from last night. Get hold of something to drink, a juice, a water, Coke, whatever. And just as families get together, and and, and we're just going to do communion with you, If you're at home and you're not quite sure how this works, you can just click in the description and we've kind of laid out some, like a step-by-step there for you. Uh, And I really want to encourage you to engage. But but as we engage in community, in in communion, right now, I, I want to encourage you, just stop for a moment. And just speak to God. Say, Lord, there, there are all these areas of my life where I really don't like the story. I, I really don't like what's happening. I don't like what's been happening. And if I'm honest, man, if, if I've needed resurrection power in my life, if ever I've needed to connect with that, it's now. Lord, I want to come and I want to meet with you so that you can come and reclaim this story. Come and rewrite this story. Will you do that with me right now? Maybe as a family you want to do that. And just own that moment together. So right now we're going to have a little video that plays that you can just follow along with. And uh, if you need to check out the description, please go, go click on that right now and And just join in communion with us as we celebrate this moment where Jesus died to make all things new. Okay, video.
What a special moment that we could celebrate together. What, what a moment to just come and, and partake in the body and, and, and in the blood and, and in that moment to just do this in remembrance of Jesus. And I want to say this to you, as you've just had a moment with God, as you've just, maybe as a family or as an individual, just had that moment with God, I, I, I want to say this to you. When, when, when you are reminded of your past, when you are reminded of your past, I want to, I want to encourage you to, to remember the words that, that the angels spoke to the ladies as they got to the tomb that resurrection Sunday morning and Jesus wasn't there and the tomb's empty and open and the angel looks at them and he says this to them in Luke 24 verses 5 and 6. He says, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? You see, because of the resurrection power of Jesus in your life, as we just journey with him, meet with him, surrender our lives to him, we get to connect to that resurrection power. And as we do, we go from being those that, that have all these dead spaces and, 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 and function within the death of our own selfish nature. And we move from that into a space where we are alive in Christ. Then he carried on and he said, he isn't here. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. And that's what we celebrate this morning, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that our Savior did not stay on a cross, but that he went to the grave. And then on the third day, he rose from the dead. And because of that, we can meet with him. We can have relationship with him. And we can reclaim that narrative in him. And together, we can start to rewrite our story. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this morning, Lord. Lord, I thank you that this morning, we know that as we meet with you, the resurrected king is resurrecting the dead in us. And Father God, I just thank you that this morning we can come and, and lay down, Lord, those dead moments. Lord, that we can come and, and bring our story to you. Lord, and that you do not look at us in accusation. But Father God, that you look at us with uh, the heart of a father who's who's so desperate to meet and have relationship with his children. Father God, that you desire that so much more than what we do. So when we come to us, when we come to you, you embrace us wholeheartedly. We thank you for that, Lord. Lord, I thank you that as men and women have come and just come to connect with your heart for their lives, Lord, that as men and women recognize that, that, that you have given Jesus to have relationship with them. Lord, that we can embrace that resurrection power of Jesus in our lives. Lord, that we can daily, that we can moment by moment 
meet with you, that we can meet with Jesus, Lord. And that we can start to rewrite our stories as we follow him. As we moment by moment just come and seek your heart for our lives, Lord. Our stories start to unfold within your purpose. And we thank you for that this morning, Lord. And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's been such a privilege to just be with you this morning, even though it's through a camera lens. Um, if you made some form of, of decision this morning to, to, to really just meet with Jesus, to start a journey with Jesus, to start engaging with his heart for your life and, and to start the rewriting of this story, then I want to encourage you to connect with us on, on, on social media. Go connect on our Instagram page or on our Facebook page at Bikers Church Midrand. And just send us a direct message and start to engage with us. We'd love to just journey with you. And, uh, and we'd love to just walk this road with you. We really do love you. And we'd love to do that with you. Beyond that, we look forward to connecting with you again next week. And we pray that you will have an incredible Resurrection Sunday, and a fantastic week. We love you. Bye. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.